Mortgage rates are so important because essentially that affects the affordability. There are two things that affect the affordability of a home, of course, and that is the price and the interest rate. So you could, you could afford to pay a much higher price when interest rates are really historically low. Rockstar Nation, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to stay to the end where our guests will be offering a free gift. As you know, all of our guests offer a free gift, and all of these gifts can be found on the Agent Success Toolbox. You could find that by going to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply texting the word toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. I am going to put today's free gift in today's show notes, but if you want all of them, including gifts from most of our guests that have come on the show, just go to the Agent Success Toolbox. So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that most successful agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's competitive real estate environment? That's the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Do the math. It's worth every single dollar. This is a quote from Mr. Bill Reed, who took my certified listing agent program. He says, looking to take your listing presentation to the next level? Listen, I've closed 100% of the appointments since I took Pat Hyben's certified listing agent. Five appointments, five new clients in 60 days. Do the math. It's worth every single dollar. Now you can get the certified listing agent course. You can get the certified buyer agent course, which tells you how to close every single buyer that calls in if you want them. You get the certified team agent course, which teaches you how to build a dynamite team like Jeff Cohn, who teaches the course. It's like a 10-hour course from Omaha, Nebraska, Berkshire Hathaway's top agent, and seven other courses. Total of 11 courses, all five-star rated, only 97 bucks a month. If you paid for them individually on the website, they would cost over $10,000. And we are running a special now at futureofrealestatetraining.com where you can get them for $97 a month. That's all you can eat. $97 a month, all these courses. That's futureofrealestatetraining.com. Futureofrealestatetraining.com. Check it out. Welcome back, real estate rock stars. Excited to come back to you this week for another State of the Market. This is Aaron Muchastegui, and today I'm on here with my good friend, Paul Morris. Paul has been doing a lot of interviews lately. You guys have probably heard him on a few of the great ones that we had come out. The Paul, tell us, before we jump into the news, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, first of all, I'm so excited to be uh, working with you on Real Estate Rockstars. What a phenomenal venue to bring in some of the top talent and talk to this amazing community. I own a real estate brokerage. We have 3,000 realtors that did 10,000 transactions and almost 9 billion in volume last year. Uh, so I run that as a CEO of that and then also do some real estate investing, have 600 apartment units. So I come at it with that background, definitely an entrepreneur, but 
uh, but have a lot of brokerage experience. That's freaking cool. And where, and where do you live? I live in Santa Monica, Los Angeles. Out in Santa Monica. That is oh, yeah. one of those craziest things. Obviously, a real estate rock star. When he's talking about quantity and transactions, that's pretty crazy. But then you go nine billion in transactions. That yeah. billion with a B. That jumps out as somebody that knows a thing or two about real estate. Yes, thank you. And all those agents. Well, the as we jump into the news, there's a bunch of fun stuff that we get to talk about today. The one of the very first ones that we looked at. The, you know, was mortgage rates fall further. This right. is from CNBC mar uh, Markets, and it says mortgage rates fall further as buyers rush into the first open houses of 2020. You know, my wife and I were out looking at open houses this last weekend too. So we were out there that first week of 2020. It says the reason that rates are going down or maybe one of the key points, buyer sentiment in the housing market remained high in December, according to a monthly survey from Fannie Mae. Average rate on the 30-year fixed mortgage fell to the lowest level since October this week at 3.69%. Mm -hmm. Prices nationally rose 3.7% in November, according to CoreLogic. So, Paul, what do you think about that? What do you think about mortgage rates? What's really going on out there? Okay, so first of all, mortgage rates are so important because essentially that affects the affordability. There are two things that affect the affordability of a home, of course, and that is the price and the interest rate. So you, yeah. could, you could afford to pay a much higher price when interest rates are really historically low. So my, uh, my information about, uh, about rates are basically to the minute. So I, you know, it's, it's a big part of my business. I, I know what the rates are today, uh, what they were yesterday. And, and that, that article was sort of end of the year. Uh, interest rates have remained pretty stable. So we're quoting sort of you know, high threes, low fours, very uh, low historically. Now I'll tell you when uh, when we were looking at really scary news from Iran and Iraq, the, you could have locked in at three and a half, which is like crazy deal. But that would have been like catching lightning in a bottle because it was like a 24, 36 hour period, and then they bump right back up to where they are now. So high threes, low fours. See, that's so great. So bad news. All of a sudden, right after the bad news, they're like, uh oh, we better drop rates or everyone's going to stop buying houses. Who, who makes that decision? Who makes it go down to three and a half for a day? You know, banks look at, uh, banks look at inventory and they look at how much money they currently have on their, on their books to loan. Obviously, the Fed rate is the thing, is the driving factor. Now, the Fed rate doesn't change day to day. But, you know, risks and, and, uh, and demand and everything, that, that changes day to day. That's very sophisticated uh, you know, math that, that banks are running logarithms on and, and their bean counters are doing it. It's, uh, it's above my pay scale. Yeah, it is. It's, I think it's above all of our pay scale. But, the, but you're super right. Mortgage rates are so important because the, as they go down, your affordability goes up. It usually pushes prices up. If somebody got a prequal back in October that said, hey, they can spend $2,000 a month for a house. So as a result, they're going to be able to, to buy a $250,000 house Today, they're going to be able to buy a $260,000 house, like for the yes. same payment, you know, because yep. interest rates go down. Now, all of a sudden, they can pay more. That's why it's so important. So, the buyers can now get a more expensive house. Usually, sellers are quick and they raise that price just to balance out as we hit there. But the, so, as we look at that, so that's that average house. We also have a crazy deal, you know, other news that came out on Forbes. Britain's most expensive home could be selling for a world record $275 million bucks. What's the mortgage look like on one of those? You're going to buy a house for 275 million bucks. You're going to get a mortgage on that. You you are you're you're likely to pay uh, cash or almost cash. 
Um, and that, that yeah, I, I read about that one. If, if it goes through, well, it, it's sold. And so it's a private sale. It's hard to get the info on that. But a $275 million sale would make it the most expensive house in the world to ever sell. It was, uh, it was uh, a, a real estate guy from Hong Kong, bought it from the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. I'm not sure how that affects all of us, but, I, but it's interesting. People always want to know, hey, how much was the most expensive house in America sold for? The answer to that is, you know, January uh, 2019, uh, there was a penthouse that sold for uh, $238 million. So that was the current uh, most expensive one. And this would take the crown for that. Yeah. And that was the $238 million was some billionaire head fund, hedge fund manager, uh, Ken Griffin. So that was, so it was Manhattan. Manhattan was 238 million. Now it's 275 million. The, you see how many bedrooms that thing was? 45 bedroom home. Wow. Uh, in London. There you go. You can get lost that in that. It's crazy. And the, uh, yeah, and if you've ever been to London and seen how busy, how busy it was, London and Manhattan are two like very similar places. And so yeah. the, the, I guess it kind of makes sense that they swapped on values. Very, uh, very, very dense, uh, very dense population for sure. And I, I do see the top of the top of the market. Uh, you know, there's only a few buyers, so people can afford what they want. But on the other hand, I, I see it, if you need to sell, you've got to soften the price. Yeah. The, so as we jump around to some other kind of fun, I mean, mortgage rates are awesome. Getting to see what's selling out there. I mean, we do not see the, the $275 million homes happen very often. But jumping to like just some weird news that you and I were laughing about a little bit ago, but I think it probably has some huge implications and maybe what people are thinking all the time. It says ring, you know, so ring is the, I've got a ring doorbell downstairs. Somebody comes to my house, you know, they ring the doorbell, it pulls up on my phone, I can see them, I can talk to them, I can let them in my house, whatever. So ring, uh, they mm -hmm. also have, you know, home videos, things like that. They fired employees who tried to access customer video data. One of the things I thought was interesting, so they didn't fire a employee, they fired employees. There are multiple people who tried to access customer video data. So Ring, the smart doorbell and home security company acquired by Amazon in 2018, fired several of its employees for attempting to access customer video data. The, did you see that? It said after the news of several leaks in which hackers broke into family security cameras, a group of senators also were like, hey, we got to deal with this. What, what do you think about that? Did you read that? Have you, have you seen more news like that out there? I have, you know, one of the things that like, you know, we can laugh about it. I certainly want to laugh about it. Uh, you know, you read the fine print on that particular story and they, you know, the hacker was using the voice aspect of it to ha harass an eight year old girl in someone's house. And that's like, wow, that's, that's what grabs the, that's what grabs the Senator's attention. They're like, Hey, you know, we got to do something about this. So oh, creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I personally, I've gotten rid of my, uh, I've gotten rid of my security system because, uh, you know, I have two dogs, one of them's a pit bull terrier and, uh, you know, but I have nest and I have the cameras. So I'm like, well, okay, well the camera's going to capture everything. I got the dogs barking. They really wouldn't bite anybody, but they got the dogs barking and that's it. And so we're really looking at security, the security of our home. And when we introduce these devices into our home, are we adding convenience? Are we adding security or are we really creating a window for people that are far, far more sophisticated than me, for sure, to come in and, you know, and, and harass you. I mean, that's scary, man. 
Yeah, the you know it's 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 well, it's also like phones and social media and things like that, right? It, yes. it comes to a point where you know there's some sort of a risk in that, and most of the time you're like, hey, I'm not that important. Nobody's going to care about my stuff, yep. or yep. or yeah, Facebook can figure out you know what restaurant I went to, and they're going to know what I want later. So there's a lot of that. It's kind of like to have the luxuries in the technology we live in, we bear some sort of a risk in what people are going to do with that data. The yeah. I mean, I, I, and I guess it's just a decision. So when you go out there and you know that, you kind of, for you, for you personally, you go, hey, I'm okay with the decision or does it make you nervous? It, it, it makes me nervous. I mean, for what little use I ever had of like Google Home Assistant or whatever, I mean, I, I, I tried to use it a couple of times and then I just left it plugged in. So it's listening to me the whole time, but providing no usefulness. I unplugged it, eventually gave it away. But the thing is, we carry around with us our phones and, and you know, I'm afraid, right? Well, right now, if I say, hey, Siri, my, my phone's going to light up, you know? Right. And, and so it's like, we know that it's listening all the time because how would it know you said, hey, Siri, if it wasn't listening all the time? And then, you know, we've all had the experience. I, I you know, I joke with uh, my girlfriend all the time about, you know, how much is, how much we'll have a conversation that we've never had before. She'll look on her Instagram and she'll get an ad for that item that we were talking about. And she's like, come on, here you go. Because I want to say, it, they're not listening. It's not listening. You know, and she's like, there you go. There it is. And, oh, yeah. you know, I'm like, oh, okay. So there, there, you know, there's convenience to it. I like your point. Uh, that was the defense I always use is like, oh, you know, really, who cares about me enough to like, really? Okay, really? You know, uh, but, but on the other hand, when you start deploying artificial intelligence, that's where you have computers running algorithms and they can measure these things across a whole population. And then they really are listening. So, it's going to have to be something that, that, that we really are concerned about. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, and I got to tell you, I'm nervous. Yeah. I, you know what? And, and this is one. And then you have the human aspect of it where it's not just hackers. It's like, no, there's employees at these companies that, the, that have access. Oh. And so what are they going to do? You know, my wife is the most nervous. I drive my Tesla. And I let that thing drive itself, man. I, I, can, I love being able to just cruise down the highway and just brag to everybody, go, look, it's passing cars on its own now. It's going in. And her big thing is, wait till somebody hacks it. Wait till somebody hacks that data. Like, that's, that's where it's there. I'm like, well, hopefully it doesn't happen while I'm driving. But, the, but it's one of those things, you know, you, you get a little nervous about it. I try to block it out. I, I have home video cameras. I have home security stuff. And, the, and hopefully they keep cracking it down. But, yeah, I... I don't know. Who, I, I don't necessarily think the government's going to be the ones that are going to come up, come up with the right system to monitor it either. So hopefully yes. good people in business figure out the way to yeah. balance it and they always do that stuff. Tribeofmillionaires.com. Guys, write that down. Rockstar Nation got a free special offer for you. Now, I've just written a book and it's just been published co-authored it with david osborne who's been on this show multiple times if you don't know david he is one of the top execs at keller williams real estate was personally mentored for the last two decades by gary keller himself and he's in all kinds of businesses his bio and explanation and, and everything is in this book but anyways david and i got together we decided to write a book we called it tribe of millionaires and i guarantee you it's going to change your life to find out more, just go to tribeofmillionaires.com. We're going to give it to you absolutely free. Only thing we ask in return is, of course, number one, you pay the shipping. Not a big deal. But number two, that you go on Amazon and write us a review. We're really looking to get an incredible amount of reviews. And because of that, we're giving this book away for free. Go to tribeofmillionaires.com today.
Rockstar Nation, thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Listen, I need a favor. If you find this free content helpful, if you find our downloadable items from each guest helpful, please, I need you to pull out your pointing finger, yes, the one finger that points at people, and hit subscribe. Yes, subscribe. The more subscribers we get, the better we look in the ratings, and the easier it is to get guests like Robert Kiyosaki, Barbara Corcoran, all the players that are on a million-dollar listing in the different cities. All that stuff makes it easier the more subscribers we get, so please subscribe. And listen, there's a lot of places you can leave comments. There's a lot of places you can like. We're on Facebook. We have an Instagram page. Instagram page is I am Pat Hyben. The Facebook is Real Estate Rockstars Radio. Feel free to leave us comments there. The most popular form of commenting seems to happen on YouTube. Yes, for whatever reason, it's a very open environment. So just go to YouTube and go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio and leave us comments there. Some of them we will read on the show. And we love your feedback. So thanks, guys, and I hope you are having a great day. Oh, and also, listen, if you're going to subscribe and you haven't already left us a, a review on iTunes, please do that too. Have a great day, and thanks so much, Rockstar Nation. I really appreciate you. People that are a little bit smarter than me, or maybe a lot smarter than me, they all have those little things that block their computer camera when they're not using it. Yeah, dude, one. as soon as we get done, I should put the blue tape over the top. I, I don't do that enough either. <laughs> you do see that as people go in. Well, the, so technology, technology is something that's awesome. You know, the, the world that we live in, we get to see it. We get to have the risks of it. That kind of segues into another thing that we were going to talk about today. You know, from InMinute says, you know, we've got the, the EXP CEO on there. The, and it says, we're just scratching the surface. The XPO, yeah. EXP CEO on living in a virtual world and there is so much that's changing you know with uh with real estate with real estate companies the virtual experience what do you know about exp what do you know about companies out there that are that are you know talking about the virtual experience and what does he mean when you know what does the article mean it says hey he's talking about the virtual world so you know and to be fair exp is a competitor and that's fine i love to look at the great things that competitors are doing i i, I really truly believe that they're onto something for sure in the sense that uh, a lot a lot of things will go virtual, okay? The thing that saves, this is a great piece for realtors, okay? You know, I look at the wide spectrum. Of, on one end, you have the travel agent that was totally displaced by technology. And on the other end, you have the cancer surgeon not displaced by technology, okay? So where's the realtor on that continuum? Well, here's the thing. It's, you know, it's not a cancer, we're not cancer surgeons. I get that for sure. And I also think we are not travel agents. And the reason why is it's the single largest purchase for the overwhelming majority of United States citizens. So it's a very personal experience. So real estate is a, uh, it's a touch game. It's a, it's a hand-to-hand -hand combat thing. It's a, you know, you want to touch the person. They want to talk to you. They want a human being to interact with. Now, do the people come around and they have all the houses that they want to be shown? Yes but I still go to, uh, to an expert in that particular area for advice before I buy in a particular place. So, so I think a lot of it can go virtual for sure. I think EXP is, 
is onto something. One of the things that will definitely, where I see it going is a, is a, is a hybrid, okay? So real estate offices are going to shrink, okay? More and more services will become available to more and more people at home. And also, realtors want to be around other realtors, okay? We, we're social creatures. We don't want to hibernate, you know? So we get a lot of energy from each other. So I, th- I think there's a, there's a happy medium. To think that it's going to go virtual, I think, is absolutely incorrect. To think that it's going to stay the way it is, for sure, we know that's not true. So in the middle. Yeah, in the middle. The, you know, sometimes I think it's probably more about price, too, right? Like there, there are probably some prices, you know, we, 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 we talked a lot about it over the last couple of months in some of the news and like the vision of like Zillow and some of these companies is that somebody could log on and make a transaction happen just like they can buy a stock, mm-hmm. right? Like it used to be to buy a stock, you had to go through all these hoops and now you can go into TD Ameritrade and buy a stock and you own it a few minutes later. And, and I'm actually of the belief that it can happen with some, with some real estate assets and the, mm-hmm. but it's also, would also be risky, right? But you're like, oh, I'm saving $7,000 in commissions. Maybe I'm going to save seven, seven in the other part. But, but I seem to, th- but I feel like there's going to be different asset levels. Like, oh, maybe price is up to this. But at the same time, somebody buying a million dollar house for their dream house, they care as much about that as somebody else buying their $200,000 house as their dream house, right? It's, it's still an emotional experience. Absolutely. So what, so what do you, do you think price is going to make a difference as, a, as a, that hybrid happens? Or you think it's still, uh, what do you think? I don't think price will make a difference. Uh, you give a great example and that's the stock market. A share of Apple stock is a share of Apple stock is a share of Apple stock. If I can go on and efficiently buy that, great. You know, I've been burned by advice from financial advisors a thousand times. Uh, also, you don't live inside of that Apple stock, okay? So the $200,000 home, somebody wants to be uh, wants to make sure that's their that that's the right place for them. I'll tell you where I think it does, uh, where it can get a little bit more homogenous is when the when the housing stock is very 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 similar. Okay, so when you're in a neighborhood where there's a thousand homes and they're all nearly identical, then okay, hey, I'm going to go look at one of them, and then it doesn't matter which one I buy, or or matters a lot less. That's where where the stock, uh, where the housing stock, the product is starting to get homogenous. That's where it doesn't matter as much. Yeah, the uh, yeah there are there are different neighborhoods that the we we're actually selling some houses in right now, and there's four of the same mm-hmm. floor plan on the market. Yes, right, and like so that. that is probably something where somebody would you know, could save their time by just jumping through the virtual experience and going, hey, wait, what's the difference? You know, th- this one is is five thousand dollars less. They look at the pictures. All right, you know, I can always paint or whatever. So. Yeah, I think that the where there's a lot of stuff in the same neighborhood. Same thing when we started flipping too. The safest way to do it was in a, in a new home community where there were a ton of houses that were all around the same size because it'd be very easy to see what it's going to be worth. So, so maybe that's maybe that's part of that where it happens. The but so if you were going to give give a new agent advice that's worried like, hey, am I going to lose my job out there to technology or what's that? Do you have any ideas? The best way for them to come into that hybrid. I don't think they'll lose their job to technology ever. I think it's definitely smart to understand the technology. One of the things we do on Real Estate Rockstars is ask people, ask these top agents, hey, what's the piece of technology that's helping you the most? If, you know, these different companies, all, you know, brand neutral, different companies that are offering fabulous technology, that you'll see when people use it, okay? If it's solving a problem, they're using it. You know, otherwise they're not. So, so my, my advice is, be abreast of the technology, make sure you know how to use it. It will save time and be a great realtor. Understand your market, understand your market like the back of your hand. And the best way to do it is you got to go out and see all the houses. So 
it's still a very, uh, it's what I just consider a personal, it's a personal business. Yeah, it, it, it really is a personal business. The, you know, the, I, I talked again about, we went and looked at some houses last weekend and, and we t- I, t- I texted a buddy of mine who's our, who's our agent and I'm like, hey, can you, you think you can show some houses tomorrow? Right. And it's like, yeah, I can get you in three of those four houses tomorrow. Right. So it's the, so because of like, because he loves us, because it's there, he's going to end up getting that commission. We go get, when we go do it, cause he, he's the, the hustler. It's personal. He's going to take us through there. He, you know, he knows my kids. It's a, it's a fun experience when we do it and it's, it's easier to get them in there. So the, I think, uh, and I'm a guy that buys a lot of houses using kind of technology and I bid at auction, but when it oh, comes yeah. to what I'm going to do for me, I'm going to go see the house myself. I'm going to have an agent represent me, even though most of the time I buy without an agent. And the, I'm probably a good example that says the, uh, no, the, the good, good realtors are going to stay needed. The, so last thing, uh, kind of interesting news, but I think it's actually really, really important news I wanted us to talk about today was the, you know, it's an article about it's simply theft. Developer box a support surges for squatters living in his empty home since November. And, you know, I remember reading this back in November. This is a three-bedroom house in Oakland, California. But I actually think it's happening in several places right now. So there are vacant houses in different places. You know, people buy houses. They list We have a lot of houses active for rent right now. Right? We're waiting for a renter to come in and say, we want to rent there, get approved. So for all sorts of reasons, people that invest in real estate, a lot of our listeners are, are investors are becoming investors. So you've got a house out there, that's an investment. And so what happened out in, uh, out in the Bay Area, so two homeless women have been illegally living in a vacant three-bedroom home in Oakland since November. And so they decided to move into this street, this house. It was cold outside. They said, hey, nobody's living here. It's a crisis. We're just going to go ahead and move right in. And so obviously that's a big deal. Somebody said, hey, this vacant house is there. I want to move in. It's owned by an investment company called Wedgwood. Wedgwood buys houses, yeah. fixes oh, them yeah. and sells them, fix them. Around. No They're a big, big company. Mm-hmm. So that I don't, but I personally, that doesn't give someone the right to just move in. The craziest part about the news is there's like politicians that are actually backing them up. It says, as the collective grew, several politicians have spoken out in support of the two. Now, I want to thank Moms for Housing for taking that house and for demonstrating that nowhere, nowhere should be there a vacant house in California. The, to me, this is crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm just supposed to be sharing the news, but there's actually politicians out there and people say, no, there shouldn't be a vacant house. People should be able to move into them whenever they want if there's homeless people out there. And the, you know, so, so what, do you, what do you think of that? Did you read this? And, the, uh, and what first comes to mind as, what comes to mind as a realtor, as a real estate agent, as an investor, all that stuff? What comes to mind is, uh, you know, I wish you hadn't brought this up because, uh, you know, all my friends that don't live in California make terrible fun of me, uh, you know, for living in a state that has politicians that think that, you know, squatters should come in and take over, uh, take over apartment buildings. I mean, look, here's the deal. We have a very significant homeless problem. There's no yeah. question about that. Our society must address that. Our politicians uh, must address that. We as people, volunteers, need to address that. It's, it is, it's a real problem. And as soon as I'm getting done addressing that, I will tell you for sure, the solution is not allowing people to break the law and vacate, uh, you know, and, and, and occupy a, uh, a, vacant, a vacant home. I, I understand what people are saying. It's like, oh, well, why, you know, why should there be empty houses when there's also homeless? Well, how many people own a second home? Maybe we should make it illegal to have a second home. Now you're talking about 
uh, moving into a socialist economy. I, I mean, we, we, there, there has to be a balance, right? And, and I really do think we've got to help people so that they're not homeless. No question about it. Uh, this is not the help. Yeah, it's not, you know, you know, I saw you recently went to Cuba. I went to Cuba a year ago, and I remember when I was there, our guide said, no, everyone has a home. Everyone is given a home. No one is homeless, but half the homes don't have walls and they don't have doors and the, you know, so it's like nobody's homeless, but it's that. So I uh, definitely becomes, where is the line that you draw for that? I actually, you know, 20, I think it's like something like 25% of the homeless people in the U.S. are in California. There are a lot of vacant houses in California that are. It's nice out here. Yeah, it's nice out there. If you're going to be homeless anywhere, you're going to go where the weather is better. You're not going to go where it's crazy. Uh, that's a really easy decision. But the, you know, I think California may be the ones that can find the solution to it because yeah. there probably is a good example of here's a bunch of vacant housing that's not getting used. Here's a bunch of people that, that need housing. But the whole uh, committing a crime and getting it for free, I mean, th- yeah. there, there's a solution out there somewhere that, that, that smart minds can find and figure out. But the but yes, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm baffled by the idea that as this is going through the court system, but I also think it is important to watch. I think the reason yeah. it comes on here is, you know, it's news that makes us jump and say, hey, that's crazy. But the reality is it's happening and it could end up setting some crazy precedents out there. So as real estate agents, as real estate investors, pay attention to this. We're going to have more, new, more news on it over the next yeah. few weeks and few months as it goes. And we'll make sure to to get some updates, but also, you know, come, come find us and, and chat with us about it. I want to know what oh, you yeah. guys think. You know, we're, 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 we're getting ready to come to a close on, on today's news. The, but I wanted to say like, if you haven't yet, you got to go, you know, go find real estate rock stars on Instagram, go oh, find, yeah. go find me on Instagram. So it's, it's Aaron Amuchastegui. It's A-A-R-O-N-A-M-U. As soon as you type that, it's going to find me because my name is crazy oh. on there. I love resharing some of the best stuff we get from the host. Paul, what's your Instagram handle? I've seen you on there. It's uh, yeah, it's Paul Mark M A R K Morris M O R R I S. So it's just at Paul Mark Morris on Instagram. It's the same for Facebook. And yeah, we're we're I'm 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 getting my I'm getting my Instagram and reorienting it toward a lot of this uh, a lot of this valuable information for for realtors. Um, you know just one last piece on what you were saying. And that's just like as an investor or even a homeowner, when you, when you start allowing people to break the law and essentially injure the investor or injure the homeowner, you are adding some uncertainty into that puzzle that, that makes it more difficult for people that want to come into and invest in an area and improve an area. Okay. You know, it's just like businesses move to where there's certainty and a favorable uh, place to do business, and and if you're going to let people squat in in empty units, then then you know the Wedgwoods of the world will go. Hey, you know what? We're going to go and we're going to go and fix up apartment units somewhere else. So it's 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 an important thing. It really is. Yeah, you know, a lot of people look at that and they go, "Hey, Wedgwood's a really big company, or they're they're the bad guy, or whatever." But you got to remember, back in 2012, 2013, when Blackstone and Wedgwood and American Homes for Rent, all those companies came into California and started buying. Man, it it pushed our economy big time. Absolutely. It pushed our sales prices big time. It didn't ruin anything, you know. It it it, it really helped a lot of stuff out there. And yeah, and thank goodness it's not somebody's first investment. Right. Because people yes. can also, you know, laugh about it and look at it because, hey, it's a big company that has has hundreds of houses. Yeah. But the but yeah, it just it changes the whole game. Right. Yes. It changes the whole market. People starting to get into the business, everything. And when you want to move from being a realtor 
into an investor and you want to start building some wealth, which is one of the things that I've spent a lot of my career uh, helping people to do. And when you want to move in that direction and you add uncertainty like that, it, it makes it a lot harder to do. Changes everything, man. Yep. The, well, the Paul, it was so fun getting to chat with you about the yeah. news. I think we'll, we'll end up doing it again here in a couple of weeks. Oh, the, I love it. Um, you know, and rock stars, you're out there listening. If you have not subscribed yet, be sure to subscribe. Go check out some of our other stuff. And again, go yep. follow us on Instagram and Facebook as we're kind of resharing some of the best tips and tricks. If you don't have enough time to listen to all of the podcasts, go find us on there. You'll see you know, the, the best tips coming out of the other ones so you can figure out which ones to listen to. If there's news you think we should be talking about or you've yes. got comments about today, send me a message. I'd love to chat with you about it. If you disagree with me, tell me. I want to know, yes. I want to know what else we should be thinking. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me on. Paul, what a fun time. Thanks for coming on. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. And to echo that, we would love the feedback. So, uh, you know, if there's, we can do more of something or less of something, we'd love to do it. Uh, tell us we're doing a great job. Tell us we're doing a bad job. As Pat always says, you know, feedback, breakfast of champions, bring it on. We're, we are absolutely committed to bringing the best programming that we can to real estate rock stars. So thank you very much. This is a lot of fun. I know we'll do the news again together. Awesome. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.